Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, 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 welcome back for another episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree and I'm the host of the show as well as the founder of the Brown Girl Self-Care Company. Um... This podcast is a space for us to be unapologetic about our self-care, self-love, and healing, so leave any guilt you might have about taking care of yourself at the door while you listen to this podcast. Um, Yeah, we don't do guilt here. This is a guilt-free zone. So pack it up, put it away, okay? Um, First of all, I want to say thank you so much for um, clicking play on this episode. You could have listened to anything else in the world, but you just decided to honor me with your presence and, um, listen to the show. And I am extremely grateful. So I want to say thank you so much for that. Um, also, if you have not already, if you're picking up what I'm laying down, here on the show and um, on social media and everything else, please feel free to um, leave a rating, a comment and a rating on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe to the show. When you do those two things, honest to goodness, it really helps me. First of all, it um, makes me feel amazing. Anytime I get um, a comment, it just makes my day or a rating on iTunes. Um, but also it does help for the show to be found by other black women like you and me in iTunes and on Spotify and online and everything else. So with that said, happy holidays, happy, not happy, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad, happy Kwanzaa, even though that hasn't started yet, I don't think, um, happy Hanukkah, uh, what else is there, what else can I say? Uh, I was going to say adios amigos. That has nothing to do with Christmas. Um, Merry Christmas. I don't even know if I said that already. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Okay. So um, in case you did not know, it's Christmas time, y'all. It's Christmas time. And I don't know about you, but I know Christmas used to stress me out. O-U-T-T-T-T-T-T-T out. And for the most part, most of my Christmases, not all, but many have been, I've been single. (laughs) So why I will be stressed out during the holidays, I really don't know. It's not like I have a million people to buy for. Really, it's just my daughter. But now that she is damn near grown, you know, the game changes when your child goes from like, 
little baby, a newborn. Oh my God, I got to get her or him, in my case, her, all the things. I just love her so much. She's so beautiful. Oh my God, everything she does is magical. So you go out and you start buying all this stuff before they even know what the heck stuff is. Then they, you know, they get up in age, they start recognizing toys and love to play and they just get so excited when you, when they, um, open up their gifts, you know, when they open up their gifts and you're just like, damn, you're just sitting back all proud. Like I just made my daughter so happy. I just, I mean, I just made her day. She will never be happier than she is at this moment. I really just did the damn thing. I have ruined anyone else trying to do something for her for Christmas. They can forget about it because nothing will ever compare to what I have done this year. You know, those are the kind of things that you tell yourself. Well, actually, maybe that was the kind of things I was telling myself, um, whatever, but you know, something kind of happens. The older the kid gets, the less, (laughs) wait, it's like the older the kid gets, the less I want to do. I don't know if that sounds terrible or what, but I'm just keeping it real. The older the kid gets, the less I care about a Christmas gift. I don't care. Um, so my daughter was good up until probably about the age of maybe like four. I would say maybe about 14 from zero to 14, man, like she's come up on, well, first of all, it's me buying for her as well as my mom, her dad and whomever else, but primarily us three, um, plus, um, other people, odds and ends, but primarily us three, me, my mom, her dad. So over the years, she's come up on so many damn pairs of tennis shoes. I just want to vomit. Okay. So many damn pairs of Nike. I don't even know what the shoes are called. Are they Air Jordans or, uh, I don't even know what the shoes are called. Maybe Jordans or something along the lines of that. Honestly, I don't even know, but some kind of Nike or other shoes. Um, thanks to her dad, even though I tell him every year, do not buy her tennis shoes, but no one listens to me. Um, so she has, uh, or has had and still has ample tennis shoes. Um, she's had video game consoles. She's had video games, clothes, socks. She is like a sock hoarder. If there's a funky pair of socks out there, she wants them. Um, nail polish, lip gloss, books, games, um, just any and every nonsensical thing that, I probably could not name 10 things I've bought for her in the last five years because it all just blurs from one to the next. But again, that was, I mean, her wish was basically my command more or less from the ages of zero to 14, around 14. Now that she's, um, 17, is she 17? I think she's 17. I just don't even care. Don't ask me for anything. I ain't buying nothing. You ain't getting what you want. Okay. That's not really how it goes, obviously, because it's your child and you want to make them happy. But we have, when I say we have trimmed the fat in the last two years or so, we have trimmed the fat. My daughter still gets stuff, but over the last couple of years, my mindset has shifted so much. Like she's lucky if her gifts are even wrapped this year. This is not even a game to me. She is lucky if 
her gifts are wrapped in paper this year rather than <laughs> I just gently place them under the tree and there you go. I mean, I don't honestly don't even think she would care either way. She just, we've had conversations about it. I told her, yo, this year things are going to be, you know, different, a little, a little different. Um, because number one, I just quit my job like less than three months ago. Okay. Um, so I just had to have a real conversation with her and you know, she got it. I mean, it's, it's not even like she asks for millions of things. Her thing really is just like money. I love money. Who doesn't love money? I know I personally love money. She loves money. So I could literally go in there and give her like 200 bucks and she would be good for the rest of the day. Um, but I told her, you know, things are a little different. So I can't go out there and spend five, six, seven hundred dollars on Christmas this year. It is just not happening. And that hasn't happened in a couple of years now. But um, it just ain't happening no more. Like I have done a 180 on Christmas I'm glad that my daughter is older. For those of you that have younger children, I, I I feel for you, especially if you have more than one. If you have more than one, it's just like, oh my God, I don't even know how you guys even function during the holidays. Like you got to do all, all kind of shenanigans, right? And um, I'm just, I'm just on the outside or the end of that, that gift train, if you will, because my daughter pretty much is an adult. And so I was able to comfortably shift in the last couple of years to um, smaller gifts, less money. This year we're focusing more on activities. I mean, she's still going to get gifts, but I want to, I like, I'm going to, we're going to go and get a, a, a thousand piece um, puzzle from Target, you know, and, and do that over the next, over the holiday season and play Uno and, and um, eat as long as she eats, I think she would be perfectly fine. She has demanded macaroni and cheese, um, you know, the black kind, mac and cheese. And uh, what is it called? Cranberry sauce for like the last 30 days. She has not asked me for not, not a near, not a one gift, but she has demanded, okay, uh, mac and cheese and cranberry sauce. She don't care about nothing else. If I don't have those two things on her plate at some point during this holiday season, I honest to goodness think she's going to lose her shit. Excuse my French. I think she's going to just lose her mind. So needless to say, I will be making mac and cheese, the canned cranberry sauce. Don't get it twisted. She loves that, of course. And I forget what else she asked me for, but that is like the gist of what she has asked for for Christmas. But, um, Needless to say, like I said, Christmas just over the last couple of years has just looked a little different around here. But I was just thinking, like, when did Christmas, like, become so commercialized? And I wonder if every generation has said that since, like, the beginning of time. I really don't know, but I did do a little digging, um just to kind of figure out when did Christmas get so commercialized? When did we feel pressured to give and give and give some more to make our kids happy? When did we decide it was okay to bend over backwards for the world, for everybody and not really take care of ourselves? When did it become okay for us to be on Christmas vacation 
or for some of us that are blessed and privileged Christmas and New Year's vacation and then go back to work needing a vacation. Like how have we got to the point where we are off for the holidays and the holidays wear us out so much that when we return to work on that Monday or or whatever, the day after New Year's, the day after Christmas, we are exhausted, we are sick, we are stressed out, we are tired. You know, when 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 did that become okay? I know that based on what I what I read and what I uncovered was like as early as like what was it, like the early 1900s um is kind of like when that commercialized what we consider Christmas kind of started the the wheel started turning like Rudolph was made by uh do y'all remember Montgomery Wards or am I aging myself here if you don't know what Montgomery Wards is <sighs> It was a store and I feel old just even explaining this. That's why I just gave a super heavy sigh. <laughs> Montgomery, Montgomery Wards was like, was it from Macy's? It's, or, I feel like Macy's be, t- bought Montgomery Wards or something. I don't know. Maybe not. But it was like the Macy's of like, you know, back in the day, the, the 70s, the 80s, the 60s, whatever. Um that was that that was where Rudolph from what I understand got his start back in like the I think maybe like the the 30s or 40s or or something like that and I mean basically anything that has to do with like Christmas Santa Claus Rudolph even Charlie Brown as sweet and innocent as you think Charlie Brown is that cartoon that came out in like the 50s or 60s or whenever it was all of it was just created to to sell to us to get us to buy, to get us to open up them wallets and give, 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 buy, 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 spend, 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 like all of it. Coca-Cola really did a number on us when they went back and because, you know, what was his name? Santa, I guess there's different um, theories on where Santa came from. Um, but ultimately, I think back in like the 20s or 30s or something, uh, Coca-Cola pretty much latched on to this whole Santa idea. And made him really cute, you know, really cute and jolly, whatever. And slapped that Coca-Cola in his hand and the rest was history, (laughs) you know. Um, So it's just Christmas is just so commercialized. Um, And it's just but to whose detriment, you know what I mean? To whose detriment? And it's sad because we feel pressured to give and give and give some more. Um because of just how we're wired, especially as black women, we don't want to disappoint anyone, especially our babies, especially our kids and our loved ones and our spouses and everything else. Um, plus on top of that, we are getting our cues of what's right and expected, you know, online on social media, on what we see on TV. We want to keep up with the Joneses. We want to keep up with the celebs. We want to have that new Lexus in the driveway with the red bow on it. I know I for damn sure did several Christmases and it never happened. Nobody bought me a Lexus. Nobody bought me a Lexus. I am a little salty about that because that has not happened yet. Um, but it's like, we, we want to keep up with people and keep up with the Joneses and keep up with these celebs. But keep in mind that a lot of times, especially celebrities, they have access to way more than what we have access to. I mean, money withstanding, you know, 
when you see them in front of these perfect trees and perfect houses, I mean, they have nannies, they have chefs, they have maids, they have people cleaning their house four or five days a week. They have in, they have live in folks helping with the kids and doing some of their personal shopping and, and keep assistance, keeping the hold of their schedules and all that stuff. And, and again, and, and finances to do pretty much anything that they want. Okay. So we should never, ever be looking to like celebrities to provide us with quote unquote, how Christmas should look for us. Um, you know what I'm saying? And it's funny because like just, what was, so we put our tree up or when I say we, I mean, I did, my daughter didn't even help me put the dog on tree up. That's how much she cares about Christmas. Um, but I put the tree up this year and it's a fake tree. I think I got it on Amazon for maybe, oh no, 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 no. Did I get it on Amazon? No, 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 no. I got this from, I got my fake tree a couple of years ago from, oh, I don't even know where, maybe Big Lots or Target, somewhere. And it was only maybe, it was like less than 75 bucks, if I'm not mistaken, or a hundred to 75 to a hundred bucks possibly. So it was a cheap tree. And I had bought these ornaments a couple of years ago, um, in anticipation of buying this fake tree. Cause I hadn't put up a tree for a, a couple of years. Um, but a couple of years ago I bought the, the fake tree. And so we put the tree up every year and I couldn't find my ornaments. I could not find my ornaments, right? So at first I was on Pinterest. I was on social media. I was like, Oh, I can do this. I can do that. I can buy this. I can buy that. You know, cause you want a Instagram worthy tree or something beautiful in your home. But after I thought about it, so I put the lights up cause I still had my lights. I still had my lights. No, that's a lie. I'm sorry. I'm lying. So what I did was I went out to big lots and this was maybe about three weeks ago. I went out to big lots and I bought like four packs of lights and I looked at the ornaments and stuff and I wasn't feeling it. So I was like, ah, I'll, I'm going to go home. I'm going to research and I'm going to look at all the things. And then I'm going to go back out and I'm going to hit the stores and look for, cause I wanted this perfect theme and this perfect setup and I want it to be pretty and you know, all that. But I put the lights on the tree and after like a day or two, I stepped back and I looked at the tree with the lights on. I'm like, you know what? This is it. This is it. You will only have lights on the tree this year. It's clean. It's minimal. Um, it's tidy. And actually, I like it. I like it like that. And if I didn't trust me, I would probably go out and buy a couple of packs of ornaments and stuff. But I swear to you, I like it. It's just minimal and it's beautiful with the the lights, the strands of lights on it. And it's elegant and I like it. So I didn't have to have this quote unquote Instagram worthy photo to share on Facebook or online or social media or Instagram or Pinterest or whatever. Um, I was perfectly fine with my elegant, simple, minimal, fake Christmas tree. (laughs) with lights. And that was fine for me. So I was like, okay, I, I really am not trying to keep up with the Joneses this year. It's just not something 
really, I don't strive to do it anyway, but I'm like, sometimes for Christmas, you know, we tend to, we tend to go a little overboard. We tend to want to razzle dazzle and, and, you know, stick to traditions or, um, run ourselves ragged, you know, trying to make everything perfect for Christmas, like everything you want to have the perfect gifts. You want to have the perfect gift paper with the perfect bows. I know some of you guys, what is this? Today's the 23rd, 23rd. Yeah. It's 23rd Monday. And I would not be surprised if some of us are still out there running ourselves ragged, looking for the perfect gifts, perfect wrapping, perfect bows, perfect this, perfect that until 1145 PM on Christmas Eve. And I just think that it's nuts to run yourself down, run yourself ragged, stick to traditions, try to impress people. Um, when it's, it's just not, I'm not going to say that it's not that serious because you like what you like and you do what you do. But I do think that if it's affecting you mentally and physically to, to, to have this grand sense of what Christmas is like, I would just say, is it, is it really beneficial to you? Is it really beneficial? Is it really about the traditions and, and, and connecting with family or, and, or yourself and just really taking some time to nurture yourself and, and, and just enjoy the holidays. Is, is that what it's really about? You know, because remember Christmas ultimately honest to goodness is really just a day. It's really just a day. And the interest on those credit card bills when we're running up our debt is forever. (laughs) So, you know, Christmas, honestly, though, all jokes aside, Christmas really is, it's just a day. So, you know, I really hope that you are doing things in the next week or this week and next week, because of course, New Year's follows right after Christmas, but that are, that are serving you. Um, I wanted to read a few Instagram posts cause I had presented this question on Instagram, but first I want to, um, just give you a few tips. Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. 
my hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle, I smooth in a little of the Way anti-frizz cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze anti-frizz cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code self-care for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code self-care. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black Girl Peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like uh, tackling my to-do list or even braving this crazy LA traffic. If you know, you know. So something that helps me tap in is Recess Mood. It's a delicious sparkling water made to enhance your relaxation time and mood without any alcohol involved. So what you will get instead is real fruit, mood lifting magnesium, and stress balancing adaptogens. And again, no alcohol plus no added sugar. So I've tried all the flavors and I really, really like strawberry rose. It's like um, a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because again, for real, navigating this Cali traffic is insane. Now, recess mood is not only my go-to for staying balanced while on the go, but it's also good for chilling at home too. It's like having a little slice of relaxation right in the palm of your hand. So next time you need a little pick-me-up without the alcohol, without the hangover, give recess mood a shot. It's been a fantastic addition to my routine. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. That I hope will um, make the holidays a little more enjoyable for you. Um, Yeah, because I really think that you deserve that. We all deserve to have a holiday that is what we want and to not have to run ourselves ragged to get it, you know, or to, to go broke to get it. So I guess the first thing that I do want to say though, is that understand that what you choose to do with and for your family, it's awesome. If that, if, if, if how you're already doing Christmas works for you and you're okay with, you know, however it goes, then that's great. However you choose to do things, that's wonderful. I'm definitely not here to to demand changes or tell you, Hey, this is wrong. Oh, you know, whatever. Some of us, you know, we we all do Christmas differently. We all do Christmas differently. So if you love how you're doing it and, and, and it works for you and it works for your family and you cool, great. I think that that's completely awesome. Okay. Um, now what I want to say, you know, for those that may not feel that way, uh, just, One main tip that I want to stress is that nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing has to be perfect and you don't have to stick to to traditions um, that don't work or are super draining. So again, 
absolutely nothing has to be perfect, right? I know we want things to be beautiful. Um, we want to have the matching pajamas and the matching slippers with the dog, um, the fluffy white dog, um, with us taking the picture in front of our grandiose, beautiful Christmas tree. Um, but sometimes, you know, maybe you have a newborn and then he spit up just minutes before it was time to take a photo, or maybe you weren't able to find all matching pajama sets. Um, maybe your dog is acting a fool, so you don't even have him in the picture. Like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be perfect. I, I want to stress that. Um, you know, and also the traditions that you have, if they're not working, you don't have to stick to those. That idea of, well, this is how we always did it and it has to be perfectly that way. <clears throat> Enough of that. You know, make your make your own traditions. If the tradition is that you, as the mama, as the woman of the house, you know, like your mama did it and your grandma did it, like getting up at like, two o'clock in the morning to prepare this huge Christmas meal. You know what I'm saying? But you are exhausted. Then maybe you, maybe you don't get up at 2 AM, you know, this Christmas, you get up at 5 AM or 6 AM and you and hubby or whomever, maybe your husband cooks breakfast this year and it's not a hundred percent how you would do it. But so what? Maybe you get to sleep in a couple of extra minutes and he gets goes downstairs or, or goes to the kitchen and, and gets the coffee going, gets the, the um, French toast and the bacon and stuff going. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe you don't do this huge elaborate meal because it's tradition. Maybe you create a new tradition where, you know, you just make something completely different that's not so time consuming. Or you maybe have a late brunch because honestly, like, I mean, as far as I remember anyway, <laughs> when I was a kid, I wasn't really worried about like eating at seven and eight o'clock in the morning. I wanted to open all my stuff, you know what I mean? And, and play and, and just be so excited. So maybe you don't have to get up at 2am, you know, just the thought. Um, another thing I want to say is if you don't feel up to it or it feels forced, skip your office parties and potlucks over the next two weeks, skip them. Don't participate. Don't put yourself in a position where you feel like you have to be a certain way. You have to participate. You have to do X, Y, Z. I'm of the of the mindset that, like, I didn't do potlucks in my job. Every, every once in a while, but it was very rare. It was very rare because, first of all, I'm just going to keep it real. I didn't trust people. I don't know where, how their food was. <laughs> how their food was prepared, prepared. I don't know if you have cats jumping up top of your countertop and hair going in the food. I don't know if you wash your hands. Okay. I'm just saying, I I don't know. I don't know if you season the food and how you season the food. I'm just going to keep it real. So that was a huge thing for me was like, if, if I was participating, you know, if I participated, I will only eat the store-bought stuff and just pray for the, (laughs) pray for the best because obviously you never know, but at least to me, there's a, there's more peace of mind store bots and supposedly they have certain standards, hopefully, um, compared to someone that I really, you know, don't know much about their habits at home. Um, yeah, nah. So, um, if they're having little office parties and, and, and things like that, where they want to meet up at the bar, you know, after work this week or something, and you're not feeling it, 
then excuse yourself, go home and do whatever it is that you want to do. Because I don't feel like the holidays are a time to feel forced or pressed um, to hang out if you don't want to hang out and participate in things that you don't want to participate in. That's just me. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, another thing that I would say, if you are alone this holiday season, and I know that there are a lot of us that for one reason or another, we are alone. We're single, um, or we're single parents or we're completely like maybe a parent has passed away or a parent is in another part of the country or in another state, or maybe you're not on speaking terms or, um, you know, things of that nature. So some of us are alone for the holiday season. And I know that that can be heavy. That can be super heavy. Um, I would say for you specifically, sis, do things that help you to feel worthy, help you to feel like you are loved, which you are, help you to feel like you are amazing, which you are. So for example, maybe you stay in bed. Maybe you, you know, have breakfast in bed. Maybe you put on your slippers and favorite pajamas and Netflix and chill it on the couch all day. Um, Maybe you go to your best friend's house later on in the afternoon and bring your Tupperware and go to their house and steal some food. (laughs) Cause that's something I would do. Go steal some food later on and hang out with your bestie and her and his or her family. Um, burn your favorite candles, create a, create a mood, get in the shower, brush your hair, put on a little makeup. I don't know. Brush your teeth. Do, do things that will make you feel like you are a whole woman, which you are, that you are worthy, which you are, that you are loved, which you are. Do I can only tell you what things kind of make me feel special. I know every woman's different. I don't know what would make you feel special. Um, during the holiday season, but I encourage you to, if again, you know, you're away from family for some reason, or you're, you're, you're not on good terms, um, you know, do things that, that make you feel worthy, make you feel special, make you feel good that make you feel amazing. You know, I hope you're able to find some things, think of something, think of a few things and find some things that you can do. Excuse me. Um, Another thing that I would suggest for all of us is to give to somebody in need. Give to somebody in need. Now, I know we're talking about self-care, but I'm I'm here to tell you that anytime I give to someone, and I'm not just talking about the holidays. I'm talking about year-round, but since we're specifically talking about the New Year's and Christmas and everything, I'm going to tell you, anytime I give to someone, you're not just giving that person some something that you know obviously like food or money clothes um of course you're giving to them but it's not just about that when you give you also receive how amazing does it feel to be able to donate to a family in need or just to have you know 10 20 bucks or whatever you know, in your, in your purse, you're walking out of the grocery store and you see someone that is struggling. Like how awesome is it to, to put $20 into someone's hand that wasn't expecting it, but probably desperately needed it. 
Do you know how amazing that makes you feel to be able to pour into someone else and to give? You're like putting your life and your problems or or situations aside, even briefly, and you're pouring into someone else. (coughs) Excuse me, please. And you're pouring into someone else and you're making their day. You're allowing someone to eat. You're allowing someone to be able to take whatever you give them and, 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 you know, do something for them. And it just makes you feel so special. That's how I feel anyway. When you give, it's not even about, it's just a, it's just an amazing feeling to be able to, to do for someone else in spite of whatever's going on in your life, whatever's going right, whatever's going wrong. When you give, it's just amazing. And for my, for my believers, for my Christian ladies, um, you know that when you give, it comes back to you. God sees what you're doing. You don't need to go out and tell, you know, everybody, Hey, I just gave some money to so-and-so. Oh, I saw this guy. I gave him $50. Um, or I fed somebody today. You don't need to do any of that because God says that that is your reward. When you tell somebody and you boast about it, that's the reward you get. When you're humble about it and you're giving to genuinely give, God sees that and he's going to bless you for that. Okay. Excuse me. I don't know what's going on in my throat. I have a tickle in my throat. Um, can I give you a bonus like thing here? Um, and this is not really self-care related, honestly, but it's just something that I thought of. Most of us have children and I think it's really important for those of us with children that are getting gifts for them to give something and also to write thank you notes. Okay. Again, this is not necessarily, I guess, self-care related, but we need to teach our children, in my humble opinion, that it's not all about them. The world doesn't revolve, revolve around them. And that, yes, it is amazing to be blessed and to be privileged and to get gifts and, and, and it's just, that's magical. And I love how happy it makes a child to receive and their little faces light up. And that's amazing. That's great. Um, but with that said, we need to make sure that our kids are writing thank you notes to any and everyone that has provided them with a gift this year. And also they, it will be awesome if they can also give to someone, you know, it could be a dollar. It could be one of their, you know, smaller toys or whatever. I'm just saying, I'm not here to tell you what to have your child give. I'm just saying, I think it would be amazing if we grew, um, we raised and reared our children to not only love to receive, but also love to give. I think that's a, a, a huge benefit that we can teach our children um, that will help to rear them in a way, such a way that they're not entitled, um, or expecting that it's always me, 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 gimme, gimme, gimme. Um, yeah. So thank you notes, I think would go a long way for the grandparents that went and found the perfect gift. Um, even give, but thank you notes for you. Thank you notes for dad. Um, thank you notes for auntie and, and whomever else, you know, poured into them. I think that would really, really, um, 
help our kids not to have this sense of entitlement, if you will. Um, so yeah, so that's that. So hopefully you found those tips helpful. Now I want to get back very briefly because on Instagram, I did put in my stories, um, what was the question? What's one way you've simplified Christmas so you don't go broke (laughs) and, or you're just not stressed the heck out. And I wanted to highlight a couple or a few responses that I got. Um, hopefully, um, it'll pour into you as well. So one response that I got was, um, from, I should have put my glasses on Addie J beauty. Addie J beauty says, I didn't feel obligated to buy gifts for everyone in my family this year. I think that's amazing Addie because we shouldn't feel obligated to do anything. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to like giving and Christmas and all that stuff, um, Christmas really isn't about just going out and buy, buy, buy a million things for a million people. Like that's just not what Christmas is about. And I just love that you, you know, you, you don't feel obligated to, to do so. Um, for, and some of us have huge families, by the way. I mean, you're not just buying for three, four or five people. Ultimately you could be buying for 10, 15, 20, 25 people. And it's like, at some point, um, for the average person, when is, when is enough enough? Um, cause I don't think all of us, um, have those Christmas, what are those Christmas? Um, like when you are, what's that called? Like a Christmas account where you start saving money in January. Um, so you put like a hundred dollars into your Christmas account every week or every month or 50 bucks or 200 bucks, whatever you feel comfortable with. I think that's an awesome way to set a budget and spend within that, you know what I'm saying? Within that, what you saved. Um, but like I said, a lot of us have huge families and at some point you just, you can't always buy something for every (laughs) single person in your family. So, um, I'm feeling that. Um, thanks Addie. Um, let's see who else. So I think her name is Asia Cox. She says, she doesn't celebrate it. And I think that's amazing. Some of us do not celebrate Christmas at all, which means you're not even worried about presents. If that's your jam, then that's your jam. And don't allow anyone to make you feel some kind of way about your decision to celebrate or not celebrate um, Christmas or to do it how you see fit. Maybe you do celebrate Christmas and you don't exchange any gifts at all. There's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You need to do, like I said at the beginning of this episode, do what works best for you and your family. Um, Let's see. Someone else said, um, let's see, the dignity effect. Hey, Boo said, I'm super pregnant. So being in in another bed or in the car for a long time is not self-care for me. Yes, yes, absolutely not. Sometimes self-care means you are not traveling to and fro. You're not getting on a plane to go see your fifth cousin on your sister's brother's uncle's side for the fifth Christmas in a row. You're not hotel hopping. Um, and that's perfectly fine. Or 
if self-care for you looks like hopping on a plane, like the absolute reverse, and you enjoy it, and you're staying at hotels, you're going to your grandma's house back back east, and, you know, staying for a week or whatever, your family gets together in the cabins, uh, in the mountains, again, there is no right and no wrong way to... Um, to spend the holidays. I want to make sure that I, I focus on that. And then let's see, I'll read one more from, is it Latia? Latia? Oh, Latia Youngblood says, uh, my boys pick a dollar amount from a jar and they receive cash to buy their own gifts. And then she wraps them. So if I understand that correctly, she, I don't know, she didn't say how many sons she has, but let's just say three as an example, she puts dollar amounts, um, in a jar. So maybe she puts on scraps of paper anywhere from five to a hundred dollars or $500 or whatever. And then each boy puts their hand in at least once or twice and grabs, you know, a piece of paper. And, um, so if boy one gets $150, she, um, lets them take that $150 buy their own stuff. And then she wraps them and gives it to them on Christmas. I think that's perfect because the older I get, the more I realize I don't even know what the heck my daughter wants. So I have to sometimes be sneaky about how I get that information. But I'm telling you how unstressful it would be for me to say, hey, <laughs> here's the money. Go buy what you want. Just know that you're not getting it until Christmas time. If that's how you guys have it set up, that is fabulous. Again, for the millionth time, you've heard me say this already. There is no right or wrong way to create traditions. There is no right or wrong way to to spend the holidays. There is no right or wrong way to do things for your family that makes sense for you and your family. The whole point of this episode, though, was to make sure that in all of this, okay, you are taking care of yourself. You are taking care of yourself physically, mentally, financially, um, you know, all of that. All of that, that to me is how you can have an intentional, amazing, focused Christmas holiday um, season. Again, because Christmas is one day. Christmas is one day and it's easy for us to get caught up in all the hullabaloo and the spirit of Christmas and the spirit, the spirit, ugh, the spirit of spending and, and trying to do all the things, um, to the point where you can't even enjoy Christmas because you're bummed because you weren't able to get that doll your daughter had on her list because it was sold out or you weren't able to do X, Y, Z like your mom used to do or whatever the case may be. That is not what Christmas is about. Christmas is about family doing things together, of course, giving gifts, enjoying company, all that stuff, but doing it to where you don't in the holidays and you go back to work and you just feel like you, you just didn't do enough or you, um, are just exhausted because you were, you know, you weren't taking care of yourself. Don't, don't send yourself back to work, sis. And, and you're sick because you've run yourself down for the holidays. So, um, yeah. So hopefully, that was helpful. Hopefully that made sense. I want to thank everyone for responding that responded to my question on Instagram. Um, you guys were all very thoughtful and I think that you guys are definitely going to have an amazing Christmas. Um, so with that said, I'm going to go ahead and end the episode. Now, if you need to reach me, you can always email me at connect at brown girl, 
Again, connect at browngirlselfcare.com. And again, if you can please be kind enough to leave a rating and review on iTunes, um, plus subscribe so that you stay notified of when future episodes drop, that would be amazing. Um, So with that said, I wish you a very Merry Christmas. And I'm excited for you. I have, I hope, excuse me, you have an amazing week and, um, I will talk to you next Monday.